because that's the same thing my grandfather was trying to say to me is yeah. you, you got to stay focused on what's the goal the goal is to win the game every month right be profitable every month not only mindset but it's also doing the things that you've got to do especially in first quarter with your maintenance agreement clients because they're the ones who are going to pay attention and there's the ones who are going to help you get and stay profitable I read an interesting article that you sent me and it's fascinating. I'm sure you teach it, um, you know, how to prepare for inflation, even and a specific article on it. And, and you start out in a really interesting way, right? And this is kind of like, I think when a foundation you probably teach and tell me about it, but you talk about profitability. Um, you say not profits, not losses, but profitability. Can you talk about that for a little minute, uh, for a minute? And I'm, I'm sure this is just solid information, no matter what part of the business cycle we're in, right? And actually all these Absolutely. things could apply, yeah. but please tell us a little bit about what you mean. All right. Profitability is continued profits. So, you know, there are so many contractors who still think that they have to lose money in the first quarter, and then they spend the rest of the year making it up to hopefully have a profitable year, which is insane. Yep. So profitability is profits every single quarter, every single month, you know, and you have to look at it. And if you're not profitable every single month, we need to take a, a really good look at it. You know, funny story. So <clears throat> I teach a class called Building Profit and Wealth. And this guy was sitting in class. And he raised his hand and said, we always have a, you know, a first quarter that we lose money. And I just went to this expletive, which I will not repeat here. And I thought, oh my God. Uh, 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 he goes, no, 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 this is fine. And so he became a client last year. And this year he had the best first quarter and the most profitable. Oh my gosh. Ever had I so love it's, it. like, it's not only mindset but it's also doing the things that you've got to do especially in first quarter with your maintenance agreement clients because they're the ones who are going to pay attention and there's the ones who are going to help you get and stay profitable which has always been my thing yep so having that skill set the first piece was the mindset right you've got the mindset of not participating in first quarter failure right because that's the same thing my grandfather was trying to say to me is yeah. you, you got to stay focused on what's the goal the goal is to win the game every month right be profitable every month so we didn't participate in that mindset either and as a result of not participating in that mindset we were able to grow profits year after year after year and the cool thing about that is you know, when you think about recession proof i think cash in the bank is kind of like it's kind of like murphy insurance right yeah. when you got the cash in the bank okay things dip. I lose those 175 guys you're talking about. Well, okay. I do what I need to do to get 175 more, maybe yeah. 350 more. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's just not that hard. We evaluate their comfort distribution system, aka the duct work, 
if we evaluate that and we find the deficiencies in that, we can solve a lot of problems as it relates to safety, health, comfort, and efficiency. Again, it's going to really demonstrate to the customer how much better life can be from a financial standpoint when they invest in a good quality piece of equipment. you know, what, what can be done when money becomes tight on behalf of consumers, right? What can, what can, you know, amongst consumers, things start to bottle up. Equipment still fails, right? Equipment still fails. Repairs increase. And we've seen, I've been around long enough too. I've seen that several times uh, and replacements lag. Is there still an opportunity here? Talk a little bit about that. What, yeah. what, how can we take advantage of that in and of itself? You know, it's kind of crazy because there's, there's so many, there's so many things that impact our business and, and impact the safety, the health, the comfort, and the efficiency of a homeowner or business owner's HVAC system that we as an industry seem to focus on the big box outside of the house or the big furnace in the closet or in the attic and the crawl space, wherever it happens to be in the basement. Um, we focus on those big boxes and, and time and time again, when we only focus on those big boxes, we become dependent on, like Ruth said a minute ago, we become dependent on the weather if we're in emergency mode all the time. Well, it, that's great when the weather is extreme, but you don't control the weather, right? We don't control the outdoor weather. Some people think we can control the indoor weather, and that's good. We can if we do it right, right? Mm -hmm. but, but think about this, even like IQ products and things like that, when you think about IQ products and you think about things beyond the mechanical box, right? Beyond the furnace, beyond the air handler, beyond the, beyond the package unit, beyond the condensing unit. What are the things that we can do to help people enjoy safer, healthier, more comfortable and energy efficient operating conditions? Well, for sure, maintenance agreement is a big part of it because if a unit is running in a dirty state, uh, that's costing them more money to operate. Plus it's creating an unreliable piece of equipment because it's working harder than it needs to breaks down more. That's not good. So maintenance agreements, a great way to get people to understand that un improperly tuned equipment does not operate well. Then if we evaluate their air distribution system, their comfort distribution system, as I like to call it, if we evaluate their comfort distribution system, AKA the duct work, if we evaluate that and we find the deficiencies in that, we can solve a lot of problems as it relates to safety, health, comfort, and efficiency again. And those are, relatively speaking, those can be somewhat low-cost fixes to long-term problems. And, and when we can in, enhance the customer's indoor environment, their, their comfort internally, as well as their comfort in their wallet, because now they're spending much less money than they were before. And, oh, by the way, I don't have to go and visit my allergist every other day because now I'm breathing cleaner, fresher air inside because I got the right type of air going on. It's properly humidified. It's properly cleansed. It's properly, you know, set up from a from an indoor air quality standpoint. When you tie all that together, you're really bringing extra value to your customer. And you know, without having to even sell a piece of equipment if none is needed, and many times it's not. 
Um, and we're not saying don't sell equipment. Don't hear that wrong. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. saying that there's a lot of other things as contractors that we can do that are incremental. In fact, I've got a little drawing I use in one of my training classes where I've got three, or I've got four different hand trucks with these big boxes on these hand trucks. And the first one I call a safety renovation. And the safety renovation is anything I can do to make sure this equipment and this system in total is running as safe as possible. Well, that's a pretty small box. And on the side of it, I say it's urgent and it needs to be done now. Because if it's a safety issue, Rob, if, if I found something unsafe about your system, you'd want me to take care of that for you, wouldn't you? Right, correct. Right, without a question. That's, without that's question. not optional, right? Then the next one I would say is my health renovation. Right. My next box would be my health renovation. Well, that one's going to be driven based on how important health is to the customer. Right. So if they've got people with allergies in the house, if they've got people with any kind of breathing problems and things like that, then the health renovation would be the next box that I'd pull out. So it's it's an incremental sales approach. The third box then would be my comfort renovation. My comfort renovation might be installing some balancing dampers or maybe replacing grills and registers to get better airflow in the house. And then my fourth box would be my efficiency renovation. And that's where the big box comes in because that's where this awesome equipment that the manufacturers are now building comes into play. Because now that I've got all those other three things taken care of, when I put that more efficient box on there, it's going to really show what it can do. It's going to really demonstrate to the customer how much better life can be from a financial standpoint when they invest in a good quality piece of equipment. Sad thing is, Rob, you know this and I know this. We've been out there and we've seen plenty of really, really, really poorly installed systems. I can put the best piece of equipment that, you know, Goodman, Amana, Daikin, Lennox, Carrier, York, train, I can put the best piece of equipment that these manufacturers make on a system, on a duct system that's not done properly. And then I get